Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Think you can swim with the sharks? Talk with Mr. Great White himself, Roy Green. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Read my blog on uh, the Chorus Radio Station's site that you're listening to. Just go to the Roy Green Show page and uh, read the blog that I wrote today. And the one I wrote yesterday has a lot to do with the conversation with the minister. Yesterday, after I spoke to the health minister, we spoke with Catherine, who is struggling, as you heard, who's been screaming in emergency wards for help because of her pain, her chronic massive pain. And what do they do at the hospital? They close the door so nobody can hear her. Well, I read to the minister the email that I received from Morgan who joins us now on The Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Morgan, it's good to speak with you, and I read your email correctly, didn't I? You did, yes. So as you're listening to the Federal Minister of Health, who wanted to come on this program, and according to her press secretary, set me straight on what I was conflating as far as information was concerned, what did you get from the Minister of Health? What's your reaction? You heard it yesterday? I know you heard yeah. it yesterday and heard it again today. Yeah, well, as I said to you earlier, I yesterday I listened to it and it was just, it was depressing. I mean, her words ring so hollow. Uh, she's saying one thing to you and then doing something completely different to the rest of us. And now today, hearing it again, it just made me angry because, I mean, she's giving you politician speak, but this is my life. You know, this is my life, my partner's life. That, that she's messing around with. And uh, you can tell I'm a little upset here, but I just, I don't even know what we're going to do, um, we as in chronic pain patients in general, because a lot of us just can't live without our medication. It's just not possible, so. Tell us about uh, the condition that you're, you're living with. Yeah, it's called CRPS, chronic regional pain syndrome. It's pretty rare. Uh, it's neuropathic pain, so it affects the nerves in your body, and it sends uh, some really severe pain signals throughout whatever part of your body is affected. Um, it's supposed to be the most painful chronic pain disease that we are aware of. Uh, it's supposed to be more painful than having something amputated, um, more painful than childbirth, and it's 24-7. It never goes away. So I've lived nearly 10 years in unrelenting pain, um, and even with medication, with opioid medication, I can get my pain down to maybe on a good day, a 6 out of 10. Wow. I rate pain on a out of 10 scale. Uh, but without that medication, I'm, you know, 10 out of 10. I can't function. I can't bathe. I can't feed myself. I can't do anything. 6 out of 10 for most people. 
people who don't have a familiarity with pain 24 hours a day, six out of 10 would have them screaming. In the beginning, it did. <laughs> um, for the first, uh, first, definitely first few months, um, my, my family, uh, I still spoke with them back then, um, would be concerned because I'd just be sitting there trying so desperately not to move, not to even breathe, because that would cause an increase in pain. Um, but you get, it's amazing what the human body can get used to. Um, and you adapt to it, and you get used to it over years and years when it just doesn't go away. So, And the pain splits up families. It does. It does. Um, uh, uh, probably about a year, two years in, something like that, uh, all the doctors that I was seeing couldn't tell me what was wrong with me. Uh, and so they started on the, well, you're faking it. You're just looking for drugs. You are, uh, you know, you just don't want to work. You're being lazy, that kind of stuff. And I ended up losing a career that I absolutely loved, ironically, in the medical field. Um, but, uh, you know, and then my family started believing these doctors because if the doctor is saying it, it must be true, right? So yeah. um, I, I ended up losing my family over it. And yet doctors... And I've talked to a few. Doctors have said that they feel that these guidelines, and the minister said they were just guidelines, they feel that the guidelines are rules, and if they break the rules, they're in serious trouble. And I had one doctor say to me, if I have six patients who I'm prescribing more than 90 milligrams of an opioid to per day, I'm placed on a watch list. Another doctor said, I can't afford to lose my license to practice medicine. It took me 12 years to get the, the license. I have a family to feed. I have a responsibility to my patients. I'm stuck in the middle, and the government's placed me there. Yeah. Are you a drug addict? Me? No. <laughs> I would love to be able to just live my life without pain and without medication. That would be my ideal. That's what you're addicted to, living without pain. Absolutely. And, and, that, and that is your right. It's a human right. Yep. <laughs> so, when you, so when you talk to doctors and you explain to them what you're experiencing and you have a patient's chart and they, they know what, what their, the record is, the pain that you're living with. In 2017, how differently, and you and I haven't rehearsed any of this, right? We haven't had no, a, not at all. We haven't talked about what we're going to say on the air, not one word. In 2017, uh, and I don't know the answer to this, are they treating you differently than they did in 2014 or 2013 before the government started to point their knobby little, stubby little finger at chronic pain patients? Well, it's been a progression. Um, I know that when I first ended up in the uh, system looking for some relief from this pain, and I tried everything else as I included in my, my email, um, there were, you know, you... You couldn't go to a doctor and say, I have pain, and walk out with a, script, a prescription for opioids. That just isn't the way things worked. They wanted to try everything else first. Um, if you had a good doctor, they were quite understanding of this. If you had a poor doctor, sometimes uh, they would accuse you of being a drug seeker and that sort of stuff. Um, I think in my case, because I was so young when this whole thing started, I was just in my late 20s, um, there is a perception that young people don't have this type of pain. So I think that I got a little more of the, you must be looking for drugs than uh, someone who would have been older starting out. But uh, yeah, nowadays it's much, much worse. And it's gotten worse over the years. When, um, you, when you listen to the minister, when I mentioned you mm -hmm. and your situation, 
Did you get the sense that she's going to do anything at all to create a, a, a reality where the doctors will make life easier for you and people like you? Do you think she cares a whit about you? No, I don't think she cares at all. Um, again, I think it was, it was just empty words. Uh, she was saying what she want, thinks the public wants to hear, expressing sympathy for someone that obviously has not had the best of times. And uh, I don't think she intends to do anything. And you tried, let's just go over this again, you tried many different um, opportune or possibilities to, or at least what the doctors said, were possibilities to, to deal with your pain. You tried, and I went through the whole list with the, uh, oh, with yeah. the minister. So you tried, because they're always talking about, well, they have to try different things. They have to try different options. You tried them all. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and when I just say that I tried antidepressants and anticonvulsants, I would have tried probably a dozen different antidepressants and five or six different anticonvulsants. And, of course, that's in, like there's other things that I did as well that I just forgot or didn't have room with the email to put. But, I mean, like I've done yoga. That's the first thing everyone says, oh, you should do yoga. I've done it. Um, you know, I've done swimming and aqua therapy and everything. Like if you can think of it, somebody ever has suggested it for chronic pain, I've done it. What are your prospects for the rest of your life? Um, well, this disease has no cure. Uh, and it doesn't have a very good prognosis. Uh, chances are it's going to continue to spread through my body. Um, I recently had a doctor, the one that I kind of credit with uh, saving my life, who said, no, she needs to be on opioid medication. Uh, he declared that the pain was intractable, so that means hard to treat and never going away. So I'm 38, and I'm expected to live a relatively normal lifespan, and all of it will be in pain. If you are able to obtain the opioids that you require, and opioids has become a dirty word, and it shouldn't be. There should be no stigma. It is a medication. And as I said to the minister, if, an opi if a pain patient needs opioids for the rest of their lives, what's the problem with that? But if, <laughs> yeah. you, are, if you don't receive what you need, if you are sh shut off, if you're cut off by the system, uh, I, I've, I don't want to go here. And I've tried to stay away from it, but you mentioned it in your email. You mentioned the yep. suicide word. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of two choices that I have. Because without medication, without something that helps with the pain, and like I said, I've tried all of these other things that have not worked and were also intolerable because of side effects. But without something for the pain, I lie in bed. And it's not like, you know, fun lying in bed where you can watch TV or play video games or read books or whatever. I can't even focus on anything like that because the pain is so intense. So all I can do is suffer. Uh, you know, if I, was, if I was a dog, they would put me down. But because I'm a person, I don't have that option. And chronic pain patients aren't covered under the new assisted suicide laws. So it's something that I would have to take into my own hands. That is so disturbing to hear. And I would hope that every doctor, every politician, would hear your words, understand them, and take action for you, not against you. And I would hope there's a lawyer somewhere listening to this program who will contact me, Roy at RoyGreenShow.com, and you will say, as a lawyer who cares about people, I will help chronic pain patients if they form an association, and I'll take their case on pro bono. So if you're that kind of lawyer, that kind of human being, Roy at RoyGreenShow.com, get in touch with me, and I'll have you in touch with the pain patients because... They need to do this. They need to form an association, and they need to take on the government, and they need to remind the courts of what's happening to them because they are targets. 
the chronic pair patients, uh, chronic pain patients, your fellow Canadians, are targets. And Minister, if I'm saying anything wrong, come back. And to the Ontario Minister of Health, don't duck us. Morgan, all the very best, and I'm going to stay in touch with you as well. All right. Thank okay. you very much. And thank you for being such a passionate advocate on our behalf. Uh, we needed somebody in the media to just recognize this problem and say something. I'm on so your side. a lot to all of us. I'm on your side. But I can only help you with media. I can only help you with media. You guys and gals have to get the association together and fight them in the courts. Yep. We've, we've, in the last couple of days, it's something that we've been talking about, a Good. few of us. Good. So I'll keep you updated on Please that. Please do. Please do. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you very much. We'll be back in touch with you. It's the Roy Green Show on the Cordless Radio Network.